I'm Maya McNulty, and this is the Fundraising Secrets Podcast, made for Fundpreneurs. Fundpreneurs is a heart-centered leader. Fundpreneurs take no BS and make no apologies for serving the public. Fundpreneurs unite and thrive knowing that together we will prevail. Fundpreneurs will fight for the cause, raise awareness, and serve with humility. Fundpreneurs are resourceful, compassionate, and philanthropy is our middle name. Fundpreneurs deploy the organization's task with honor and champions the mission. Fundpreneurs enrich lives and put ethics before conversions. Fundpreneurs define strength in numbers, believe in the cause, create the future, build fundraising empires, impact the world. Fundpreneurs are driven and inspired knowing that we are making fundraising fun. I'm a Fundpreneur. So let's talk about building your list for your organization so that your organization can reach the right sponsors, donors, your relationships will start to grow, and that the right your message is getting to the right people. Now, oftentimes, if you're a organization that's been around for a long time, like Leukemia Lymphoma Society, Make-A-Wish, uh, Special Olympics, March of Dimes, uh, they have old lists, they have new lists, and they also have people on the list that... Um, no longer want to be on the list, but they just haven't deleted from the list or you haven't been deleted. A good thing to do is scrape that list because if, which means delete some of the people that are on there that are not, um, you're not reaching out to, that you don't have a relationship with, that you, that don't really know your message, that you're not conveying it to, you're not consistent with. So uh, scraping that list to get the right client, the right business, the right sponsorship level, the right person that is aligns with your values that's one of the important reasons of scraping the list also it's costing you money because they're in your database so that means that you're paying a monthly fee to have that name on there you're also when you're sending content out they're just chucking it in the uh, recycle bin because your message doesn't resonate with them and another thing is is that it's costing you stamps to get there, right? So it's, it's expensive for you to keep an old list, so it's really important for you to scrape that list. When you want to acquire a new list and your ideal hyper-donors or create them to be your hyper-donors, you need to create content for them so that they are interested in what your organization is doing and thinking forward so that their dollars will impact and also keeping in touch with them and communicating with them on a regular basis being consistent. Finding new donors can be really easy. You can use platforms like ClickFunnels or Facebook or Instagram to be able to drive traffic to your Facebook pages, to your landing pages, to your websites, to your doorstep, and earn names of people that really resonate with your mission. So finding new donors, sometimes you can find them from trade magazines. I know I've used the business review where you can buy leads from there. So businesses like, say, you want to be banking or um, construction workers or or um, anything that re really you're looking for, women-owned businesses. And you can buy those lists, and they're really inexpensive, and then you can put them into your data. What's good about that is that you're able to have a list that's active and people that really care about what your organization is doing. Um, and also you're infusing some new names, new leads, and new people, new blood, and maybe even getting a volunteer or a donor or sponsor out of that. So that's what I want to talk to you to, about today is just generating more leads and ways of compiling your list so that you have a really good list in a short period of time so that you can acquire some ideal hyper donors to your list and be able to 
have an easier fundraising campaign, a sponsorship campaign to really champion the mission that your organization is trying to do. So thanks for listening. This is Maya McNulty. If you like this content, go ahead and like it, share it, and pass it on to somebody. And we look forward to hearing from you guys. If you want to be on the show, you can definitely inbox me at uh, maya at upthebiz.com. That's maya at upthebiz.com. And I look forward to having you on the show. Also, I'm looking forward to an event that we'll be doing for um, mental health with NAMI. NAMI is the National Association of Mental Health. We'll be doing a fundraising campaign for them so on, on a local level. Hopefully then it'll move to a regional level and a state level, but we're really excited to be able to help thousands of people. Um, we're going to be able to find grants uh, for them, also create an event so that they'll be able to show their voice and showcase how far they've come. And the money that we're raising is going to be helping to fund more research and more treatment. So I hope you'll join me, and I hope you'll share this podcast. Thanks again. Maya McNulty. Hey, 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 everybody. Maya McNulty. Thank you for joining me here on Fundraising Secrets, the podcast. I want to ask you, how would you like to wake up every single day with hundreds of opportunities right in your inbox? Well, this is happening. It's happening to me every single day. Hundreds of opportunities coming right in my inbox. And how that's working is I'm using ClickFunnels to help generate traffic, endless traffic, um, and then I'm compiling it into my constant contact. And I want to share with you some uh, marketing tricks, three ways to measure your list growth for nonprofits. Uh, what happens sometimes is nonprofits, they, they work from an old list. And so they don't scrape a list. Maybe they don't even have a list to help them grow their events or grow their campaigns for donors. So having a really good list is a really good way to measure your growth for success for your nonprofits. One of the things, though, what happens is that when they do have a list, they compile everybody into one list, and so they've got quality over quantity. So through this podcast, you're going to be able to differentiate and break your list down into sections, and so this way you'll be able to grow your nonprofit and attract the right donors for the right level of sponsorships that you're seeking. So, yeah, sometimes an, uh, an organization has an old list or they don't even have a list or they don't even know how to scrape a list. So what you want to do is you go back in all the events that you've ever had, all the galas, all the donations, um, the auctions, and get, get the list and see exactly where the source was. Where was the donor source from? And what you're going to do is you're going to break that list down into growth, growth sources which means that how you have maybe your twenty-five dollars to $50,000 donation, your uh, $25,000 and under to $10,000, $10,000 to $25,000, and then maybe under $10,000 donation, you put everybody in those three pools. So now you have quality over quantity because now you can market to those prospective donors that aren't going to be insulting to them if they haven't donated $50,000, but maybe they're a $500 donor. So now you're sending your market out to your email marketing out to the people that are interested in that particular, that makes them comfortable because when they're comfortable, they're going to be able to open their wallets and say, yes, I want to support that cause or that donation because they feel like a hero when they're able to donate $10, $100, $500, $1,000. But if the, the, the pie is so big, 50000 25000 100000 um, they're, they're going to feel like this message isn't for them. So you want to really hone in on the quality versus the quantity of how many people you're reaching per that email segment. Does that make sense? So this is a way that I've been using for being able to target my donors and it works. 
so what I'll do is I'll send out um, for my growth source I'll send out my top email donors um, an email that attracts to them a message that they can understand and relate to if it's an event or a gala I'll have a list of emails that go out to that specific group so it's quality over quantity and it's a message of those people that like to go to galas people don't like to go to galas a lot of times they're just you know it's, they don't want to buy a gown they won't, don't want to buy an expensive ticket they just want to go for a night out or support the cause so um, so you really want that message to be to them and another set of people uh, that like to donate are auction people or maybe they're just fans in the stands that like to just go to the events and you know drop a drop a dime or two in a bucket so knowing exactly who you're going to target using your email campaign to help measure your list growth and success for your nonprofits so I just wanted to give you this little bit of tip make sure your message is valid to the subscriber and hopefully you'll be able to grow your list consolidate your list if you haven't done that already and then make your list in growth sources so that you know exactly where your message is going to and going uh, to attract that type of business and also if they're corporations don't put them in the list of uh, top donors and galas and and auctions put put them in a list of specifically corporate donations and then send that message because that that message is going to be completely different to a person that is an auction donor um, so continue to to do what you're doing and hey that's another tip from fundraising secrets and i hope you guys have a really great day and again if you're interested in learning more subscribe to our podcast send us a message you can always reach us at maya at upthebiz.com have a great day everybody Want more great content? Head on over to our Facebook page, Fundraising Secrets. Don't forget to subscribe and rate our podcast. Thank you for sharing this episode, and we'll catch you next time on Making Fundraising Fun Again. This is the podcast, Fundraising Secrets, and I'm Maya McNulty.